from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Today is Thursday, November 16, 2023. Coming up on Roller Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. A mistrial has been declared uh, in the case of the former officer uh, who was on trial for the death of Breonna Taylor. We'll give you those details about that case. Uh, the candidate for the Democratic candidate for treasurer in Louisiana uh, is going to be joining us. Uh, Dustin Granger will be right here on the show. Also, he'll be talking about uh, the, the putrid performance of the Louisiana Democratic Party uh, in this election cycle. Disturbing videos from a Texas county jail show the moment a police officer slams a black arrestee to the ground, paralyzing him from the chest down. His attorney, Ben Crump, and Harry Daniels will walk us through this video. The Department of Justice launches a new program to help jails improve conditions um, before an investigation is needed. That's hugely important. Also, Texas lawmakers have passed a bill allowing state police to arrest and deport illegal immigrants. And the state school voucher bill, well, is headed to the House floor. We'll talk to a state representative about all the drama that's happening uh, with Republicans there in Texas. Also, the only black male co-defendant in the Georgia election case uh, could find himself back in jail for violating his bond agreement. No shock. Uh, we'll show you what Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis uh, uses evidence to prove Harrison Floyd is trying to intimidate witnesses. Uh, also, folks, remember when I blasted Chris Christie on ABC News? Well, uh, that was a forum the other day, uh, and a, a gentleman jammed them up about the very thing that I did, and Christie is still trying to hold on uh, to saying, oh, no, I only, you know, I ran against Trump in 2016. But why that boy keep forgetting he tried to help Trump in 2020? And also, I, I'm going to show y'all another example of why some black people 
need to stop trying to move the goalposts when it comes to what has happened under President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Wait till I show you this back and forth I had on uh, social media uh, and how I just think some people are just delusional and all they want to do is complain just to complain. You're what, it's time to bring the funk on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. judge in Kentucky declares a mistrial of the case of the former Louisville police officer Brett Hankinson, uh, who was on trial for his role in the death of Breonna Taylor. Of course, he was on trial uh, for violating the civil rights of Taylor, her boyfriend, and their neighbors during the 2020 raid that left Taylor dead. The jury, uh, they, they began deliberating on Monday, could not reach a verdict on Hankinson's two-count indictment for deprivation of rights under color of law. He was charged with willfully depriving Taylor and Kenneth Walker, Taylor's boyfriend, of the constitutional right to be free from unreasonable seizures, which includes the right to be free from a police officer's use of unreasonable force during a seizure. Hankinson was also charged with willfully depriving Taylor's neighbors, Chelsea Knapper, Cody Etherton, and Zayton Flournoy. Hankerson was acquitted of multiple wanton endangerment charges uh, in a state trial last year. He, of course, is the only police officer uh, who has uh, gone on trial uh, for the death of Breonna Taylor. Uh, this, obviously, uh, is a huge blow uh, to supporters of Breonna Taylor, as well as her family. Uh, and so they have been very much involved in this. No word whether federal prosecutors are going to seek a retrial of Brett Hankinson. My panel right now, of course, is um, Reese Colbert, host of the Reese Colbert Show on Sirius XM Radio. She's out of D.C., Long Victoria Burke, Black Press USA out of Arlington, and will be joined a little bit later by Dr. Greg Carr, chairman of the Department of Afro-American Studies at Howard University. Uh, th this right here, uh, uh, you know, Lauren, uh, is uh, not good news to the folks who have been fighting on behalf of Breonna Taylor. Uh, and uh, hopefully federal prosecutors are going to seek a retrial. Yeah, I'm sure that they will, uh, because what happened to Breonna Taylor is outrageous. She, she was a completely innocent person, and the cops came into her place and killed her. And it's an outrageous case, an absolutely outrageous case, which involves, of course, them getting together and lying after it. It, it, it should not go away, and hopefully prosecutors will come back and try again, because... It just shows you, though, in these cases, even when there's an outrageous death of somebody who's completely innocent, how hard it is to get someone in jail who is uh, who's made a huge mistake that costs somebody their life but happens to be a member of the law enforcement community so that they get benefits of the doubt and everything else that your typical plaintiff would not get in, in a likewise situation. 
But her death uh, is, is one of the most outrageous cases of police uh, brutality and police violence uh, on the books in, in a lot of decades. And there's no way that uh, this should just go away because of a mistrial. Uh, you know, uh, look, uh, uh, great points there, Reese. And look, this has been uh, obviously uh, traumatic for a lot of the folks there. Uh, you had Attorney General Daniel Cameron, who didn't do a damn thing. Uh, you had the grand jury who said, hell, he didn't even really present uh, this to us. Uh, and so people were hoping and looking to the federal government uh, by use of the violation of civil rights uh, charge uh, to be the place where some justice uh, as, was gotten as a result for her, her death. Yeah, unfortunately, though, people still want to reserve the right for cops to come in guns blazing when the uh, the the residents are black residents. It doesn't matter that these charges also related to uh, neighbors that um, you know were affected by this guy feeling like this was guns of the Navarone, just shooting anywhere without any kind of clear target. It's still America 2024 and, and perhaps, or 2023 rather, perhaps if this had been closer to um, when there was this so-called racial reckoning, we might have seen a different result. But the reality is that the tide has turned back in favor of the cops and police brutality and by any means necessary. And I think that's very unfortunate because obviously Breonna Taylor deserves justice. Obviously, Kenneth Walker deserves justice as well. Um, so there's still more work to do to try to move this culture, this society away from the culture of that the cops have license to do anything they want. Uh, and, uh, of course, we're going to be monitoring this. Uh, the decision uh, came down a little while ago, and so hopefully if we hear uh, from the attorneys, from uh, Brianna's mother, mother or even uh, Tamika Mallory and the folks at Until Freedom, uh, we will carry that live right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Going to a break, we come back. Uh, primary, excuse me, runoffs are taking place in Louisiana uh, this weekend. We had Gary Chambers on yesterday. Black turnout has been awful. Louisiana Democratic Party... I don't know what the hell they're doing. We'll be talking to the candidate running for state treasurer uh, on what he is doing to hopefully turn on African-Americans uh, to avoid a Republican sweep in Louisiana. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Don't forget to support us in what we do. Uh, please join our Brina Funk fan club. Your dollars are critically important to allow us to do what we do. Uh, send your check and money order to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash out, dollar sign RM Unfiltered, PayPal or Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Jail, rolling at rollinsmartin.com, rolling at rollinmartinunfiltered.com. And of course, you can also download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, be sure to get a copy of my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds, available at bookstores nationwide. Download the audio version on Audible. Uh, we'll be right back. Muhammad, live from L.A. 
And this is The Culture. The Culture is a two-way conversation. You and me, we talk about the stories, politics... From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The good, the bad, and the downright ugly. So join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard. Hey, We're all in this together, so let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into. It's The Culture, weekdays at 3, only on the Black Star Network. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr, we welcome the Black Star Network's very own Roland Martin, who joins us to talk about his new book, White Fear, how the browning of America is making white folks lose their minds. The book explains so much about what we're going through in this country right now and how, as white people head toward becoming a racial minority, it's going to get, well, let's just say even more interesting. We are going to see more violence. We're going to see more vitriol because as each day passes, it, it is a nail in that coffin. The one and only Roland Martin on the next Black Table, right here on the Black Star Network. This is Essence Atkins. This is the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon. It's me, Sherry Shepard, and you know what you watch. You're watching Roland Martin, Unfiltered. (laughs) 
Democrats had a huge, huge win all across the country uh, in the elections uh, what, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but the elections are not over this Saturday in Louisiana. They have the runoffs for several positions there. Uh, of course, uh, polls will be, be open from 7 a.m., closing at 8 p.m. Central on Saturday. One of the races uh, that is up for grabs is for state treasurer. Republican John Fleming is running against Democrat Dustin Granger uh, for that. Democrats are hoping uh, that voters are going to uh, elect Granger. Uh, Republicans have been sweeping so many offices, uh, of course, uh, including the governor's mansion, is changing hands from Democrat to Republican. Uh, and a lot of people have had a lot to say about the poorest results from the Louisiana Democratic Party, uh, including uh, my next guest, Dustin Granger, as well. Dustin, glad to have you here on Roller Martin Unfiltered. We had Gary Chambers on yesterday, and he was telling us about just, just, just deplorable uh, black early uh, vote numbers. Uh, and, I, and I'm just, just curious, you know, what, what the hell is going on in a state uh, that's the second blackest state in the union. Um, you, I mean, you've got folks like Black Voters Matter. They, you know, they've been out there working the grounds, uh, and but so many people uh, have been targeting the Louisiana Democratic Party and leadership uh, for just what I keep hearing is, frankly, doing nothing. Yeah, we got a big problem, uh, Roland, and we're doing everything we can. Uh, you mentioned Black Voters Matter. You know, we have a lot of great organizations in New Orleans that have been turning it up here in the last few weeks. And look, we're just going to have to do this by ourselves. Uh, the state party has helped uh, somewhat, uh, but uh, there is a lack of organizing, a lack of uh, fundraising and recruiting that we really need to be doing four years before a gubernatorial election. And we're going to have to get with it pretty quick. So, um, you know, you know, what are the areas that you are concentrating on? Uh, obviously, New Orleans uh, with significant black turnout. But where else are you looking in the state? Roland, we've been going all over the state. So I've been I'm the longest running statewide candidate. So I started at the end of last year. So we're hitting up, uh, you know, Shreveport, Baton Rouge, Lake Charles, of course. Uh, Lafayette, uh, Monroe, uh, visiting a lot of these places multiple times, and even in the rural areas, so Boyles Parish, St. Landry Parish, uh, trying to meet people where they are and talking about the issues and talking about my campaign, especially uh, about economics, because uh, this state is an upside-down state. It's all about trickle-down economics, and race has everything to do with it. And I am uh, talking... Uh, deeply about that, because a lot of Democrats uh, do what's called colorblind populism, where they ignore race altogether. And I think we need to be honest and open about it. Um, and, and and look, we, we talk about that, obviously, from an economic standpoint in the state. Uh, and one of the things that I think is really interesting, uh, I sort of compare Louisiana to Mississippi, uh, where you, in Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, a majority black city, uh, and they're, they're, they're always catching strays, being targeted, being attacked uh, by Republicans in Mississippi. But Jackson, Mississippi supplies more of the economic um, uh, more of the dollars uh, to the state. Well, New Orleans is the same. Uh, and so it's always interesting to me to hear Republicans in, in Louisiana attack New Orleans. But without New Orleans, uh, the state does not have 
uh, a significant economic boost. Yeah, because the Republicans get all of their fuel from their race dog whistles for their scapegoating of the poor and crime uh, to gin up a lot of uh, this division, which they rely on to stay in power. It's, it's an age-old strategy of divide and conquer uh, to get working people, to get black and white people uh, fighting with each other while they pick all of our pockets. And targeting New Orleans is part of it because there's a lot of black people in New Orleans. So it's easy to target and it feeds right into that narrative, which is all about essentially putting more money in their pockets, their corporate donor pockets to keep them in power. Questions from the panel. Reese, you first. Yes, I just want to know <clears throat> for people who don't really understand the complete impact of uh, your position, can you just give people one tangible thing that would be different from you as opposed to your op opponent? Yes. Yeah, so right now, of course, the Republicans have politicized even the treasurer's office. So uh, there's some things that the treasurer does as far as investing the state money and overseeing the pensions, also the chair of the bond commission. So a lot of the uh, projects from the budget uh, goes down to the bond commission. I set the priority uh, of, of those projects. So it's real important. But what I would especially do different is use the platform uh, like it has been done somewhat in the past uh, as a platform to push uh, good economic bills and to be loud about it and to be a check on this far right extreme government that it seems that we have now, especially with Jeff Landry, somebody there needs to be a loud voice, hold them accountable before they do bad things, during and afterwards, and take an active role in the legislature to push good economic bills. And look, it's the responsibility of a statewide position and a platform like that to speak directly to the people. Uh, so I would use the position to write to, to the papers, uh, do radio and TV as much as I can to let people know what's going on, because sometimes they, they do devastating cuts. And when it happens to people, they don't know what the hell's going on. They're, they'll probably just blame Biden or something, which is exactly what mm. uh, the Republicans in this uh, uh, state want them to do. Lauren. Uh, yeah, Justin, uh, when, in your estimation, did the uh, Louisiana Democratic Party go off the rails? I can't remember hearing all this low turnout stuff when Governor Mitch Landrieu was there. In your estimation, when did the party start to fail in terms of inspiring voters? Uh, Landrieu was lieutenant governor uh, in Louisiana. Uh, and in the last election, John Bill Edwards won the runoff for governor by about 30,000 votes. Without, without that turnout, he, he's not governor. Dustin, go ahead. Yeah, I think it goes back, you know, probably back to uh, the mid-2000s, 2012, around there. Of course, Obama being president had something to do with it. Uh, Mary Landrieu lost her, state, her uh, U.S. Senate seat. I forgot what year it was. But right around there, things started changing a lot. And also, I think, you know, national politics, uh, our, our lack of local media and news coverage of politics, all uh, happening at the same time has led to uh, it faltering. And, you know, Democratic politics, Republican politics have been changing a lot the last five or 10 years, and our current party structure hasn't really kept up uh, with the change uh, that's happened. We have a lot of more young people that want to get involved, um, and we just really haven't adapted. 
Well, uh, I, mean, I, think, I think absolutely when you talk about uh, how the role the national politics plays, um, um, but also it, it is critically important to have infrastructure. And one of the things that I was talking to uh, Virginia's House uh, Democratic leader, uh, Don Scott, who will become the Speaker of the House in January, uh, what he said is, he said, you cannot continue to only talk to people around election time. He said there has to be continuous, he said it has to be 365 campaigning where you are talking, you're educating, you're telling people what we're doing, you're telling people why things are happening and why things are not happening. And he said that he's made it clear uh, that to in, in Virginia that the House Democrats are going to keep doing that uh, even after uh, uh, the session starts, he said, because uh, he said, we don't want to be in a situation of people accusing us of only coming around and only coming to talk to them when it's election season. Absolutely. It needs to be year-round. And as I travel around all the local uh, parish executive committees, uh, so a lot of them don't exist. Uh, some of them, uh, a lot of the neighboring parishes don't talk to other parishes. Uh, there's a lot of, it, it's broken down, the infrastructure. And uh, that is because of the state party. And um, I, I'm pretty sure they have a really short staff. Fundraising has suffered. I, I put that on the leadership of the party. There's been some divisive things uh, in the leadership of the party. Uh, again, all of it isn't all their fault in the current administration for that. Uh, but we have to start rebuilding now. And I hope uh, one, one of us in these statewide positions can pull out a win because that's what I would be dedicated to from day one. We need somebody at the state level being a champion for our party and not being afraid of democratic politics. I feel like a lot of elected officials now, uh, we're afraid to say we're a Democrat. A lot of white Democrats have left the party. Um, and I'm, I'm going around the state and I'm telling people like, look, keep your heads up. We are the jobs party. The Democrats have been the jobs party and the party of economic growth for 100 years. We're the party of working people. We need to stand up and own it. And the Republicans don't have any economic policy at all. It is only trickle-down economics. And all their divisiveness is all about serving uh, that almighty dollar. All right. Dustin Granger, running for Louisiana Democratic Treasurer. We certainly appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. Again, polls open at 7 a.m. on Saturday, close at 8 p.m. Central. And so, folks, if you're Louisiana, uh, please get out and vote. As I keep saying, uh, if you're going to complain, uh, listen, uh, at least say I'm a voter. And then if you don't vote, shut the hell up. Dustin, thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Folks, we come back on Roller Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Uh, Chris Christie was challenged by someone at a, at a recent forum uh, saying, why should I actually believe you when you're one of the people who put Donald Trump in place? I got to show you guys the exchange because it sounds kind of familiar to what I said to Chris Christie two years ago on ABC This Week. And boo. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. He got real mad when I did that. We'll have that for you next, right here on Roller Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene. A white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. An angry pro Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. To see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. business or career with Grow with Google's wide range of online courses, digital training, and tools. Gain in-demand job skills with flexible online training programs designed to put you on the fast track to jobs in high-growth fields. No experience is necessary. Learn at your own pace. Complete the online certificate program on your own terms. Stand out to employers, get on a path to in-demand jobs, and connect with top employers who are currently hiring. Take one professional career certificate program or all six. Earn a Google career certificate to prepare for a job in a high growth field like data analytics, project management, UX design, cybersecurity, and more. All professional career certificate programs must be completed by December 31st, 2024. Scan the QR code to complete the application. There are 1,000 scholarships available. Grow with Google and J. Hood and Associates. Be job ready and qualify for in-demand jobs. I'm Dee Barnes, and next on The Frequency, we have Brio, performance artist and author, writer, singer, and composer, Queen Mother, Nana Camille Yarbrough. 
please join us for an incredible conversation with knowledge, wisdom, and power of the elders. I'm a perception changer. You're a rearranger. You're a mind evolver and a problem solver. You're a beast eater, a soul excreter, a void filler and a bile spiller. You are a thought warmer, a plan former, a power orchestrator, and a tongue translator. Right here on the Frequency on the Black Star Network. Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Hood-Martin, and I have a question for you. Ever feel as if your life is teetering and the weight and pressure of the world is consistently on your shoulders? Well, let me tell you, living a balanced life isn't easy. Join me each Tuesday on Black Star Network for a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. We'll laugh together, cry together, pull ourselves together, and cheer each other on. So join me for new shows each Tuesday on Black Star Network, a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, inflation is on the rise. Interest rates are high. Can you still thrive during these uncertain times? On the next Get Wealthy, you're going to meet a woman who's done just that, living proof of what you need to do to flourish during these uncertain times. These are times where you take advantage of what's going on. This is how people get rich or richer. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. When you talk about blackness and what happens in black culture, we're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause to long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Checks and money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037- 0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Me, Sherry Shebrit. This is Sammy Roman. I'm Dr. Robin B, pharmacist and fitness coach, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right. You know, don't you just love it when. You can see far ahead of other people and then people then begin to sort of start saying the same things that you were saying. Well, uh, this week, Chris Christie was at an at a, uh, event at the Hus Hudson Institute. Uh, and this exchange took place. It might sound a little bit familiar. Check this out. I have worked in the federal government for nearly 25 years. I worked for Homeland Security. I took a stand when President Trump was elected. I didn't like what was going on within that department. I did what uh, I was asked to do as a federal employee, speak truth to power. Governor, I was fired for blowing the whistle on national security issues. I lost my family, okay? But I didn't lose my dignity. Sir, you were part of that administration. As much as I wanna be there for you now, 
how can I be here? How can I cast a ballot for you when you were an enabler? I'm sorry, but that's, okay. that's you the think word. Got the question I think now? I got the gist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, uh, elections are choices. And I made a choice in 2016 that I didn't want Hillary Clinton to be president of the United States. And I tried to beat Donald Trump in the primary. I want you to remember, he was not my first choice to be president. I was my first choice. Uh, that didn't work out. But it was a mistake. I don't know. I don't know how old you are. You look about my age. Um, I don't know if you've never made any mistakes in your life. I suspect you probably have. Um, I think the difference is, do you admit your mistakes? And, and you know, anybody else who claims a purity test um, on any issue politically in our country, be happy to have the conversation with you and see if you pass it. Um, but I think what matters more is once you realize you've made a mistake, what do you do about it? I'm not standing up there trying to cozy up to him. Um, I'm not standing there um, trying to rationalize his conduct. I'm not standing there saying I'm going to partner him or I'd support him um, if he were a convicted felon. Um, so, yeah, if it's a purity test, I think that the majority, the overwhelming majority of our party will fail it. But... No, 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 you cannot. No, you cannot. I can't get in the debate today, but if you qualify, get 80,000 donors, I'll get you on the stage and you will debate you then. All right. So that was uh, Chris trying to be a little cute. But, 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 but you notice there was a little tone change there uh, from Chris Christie. Uh, it's a little bit different than uh, a couple of years ago on ABC This Week, September 2021. Y'all remember this? I want to get another Republican perspective here from Sarah Isker. You know, there's seen debate there. Chris believes the party's over time moving in this direction. Yvette disagrees. I think that perhaps we will finally see what we didn't get to see in 2016, where there were 17 candidates, nobody dropped out so that you could have the one-on-one -on -one versus Donald Trump. Perhaps it looks like Donald Trump is going to run again. We're certainly told that by all of his advisors and by all accounts from him. If it is Chris Christie <laughs> versus Donald Trump in the Republican primary, Republicans will have a choice. Uh, and certainly Donald Trump is in some ways at his weakest that he's been since he left the White House. And in other ways, certainly what he is said and Trumpism has picked up within the party. It will be up to Governor Christie to make the case that there is somewhere else to go. But I do think if Trump runs, he may be alone in that lane. And that could be helpful. I'm sorry. Republican Party, they, they made their choice. Yes. And, and I appreciate the speech, uh, Governor. But the reality is this. Um, you have to admit, Sarah, you have to admit the role that you played in putting the person in leadership who is driving conspiracy theories. It's one thing to condemn them after the fact, but you have to own up to the role that you played in putting the person in power. The time we both ran no, campaigns yeah. against. No, 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 no. One second. No, no. One second. Can I finish? Anything to you? Can I finish? First off, I'm not finish you. And second, I ran against Donald Trump. You also coached him. You ran against him. Here's the deal. You ran against him, but when a 
person has principles, morals, and values, they do not support them even if you lose. Right. And, what, and what they well, say is, what they say is, I choose patriotism and the country yeah. over party I, I, and power. And the problem was, too many Republicans chose power in riding yeah. with Donald right. Trump as opposed to patriotism yeah. in America. Sleep, I'll sleep fine tonight with you judging my morals. Well, guess what? As a <laughs> voter, as a, as a voter yeah. who has 13 nieces right. and nephews, what I also want to yeah. see in America are Republicans and Democrats who have the guts to stand up yeah. to narcissists, to folks who lie, to folks who see the human and led yeah. a country in the wrong direction. And what that yeah. man has unleashed on this country, any Republican who stood with him has to own it and accept the role that they played. Yeah, well, that's fine. I'll accept the role that I played in the 2016 election running against him. And I'll accept but the you, role... But you have let, him, let him finish his point now. Let him Excuse finish his me. point. And I'll accept the role that I played in my belief that Hillary Clinton was not the right person to be president. We all get to make choices, Roland, in this democracy. I made my choice. I'm on record of my choice, and I'm not walking away from my choice. But it does not preclude me from being able to be critical when the person that I did support does things that I am against. And so this false choice that you're trying to set up, that false? It's, it's a false choice and one that the American people are not going to buy either. It's Roland, Roland let, let, me, let me just press, press one, uh, one other point. Right now, I would argue that the, the fact that so many Americans can't buy into simple facts is probably the biggest existential threat we face to our democracy. So when somebody speaks up for that, isn't it something to be praised? F facts are critically important. But again, when you support someone who said fake news, who when you were truthful and then pushed that, then when you have the networks and the conservative radio talk show hosts, that whole echo chamber driving that, that's the problem. I am a native of Texas who is still registered there, and I am dealing with Greg Abbott and Dan Patrick, who is consistently lying and, um, and making things up, and you're dealing with that. I'm dealing with people who are changing textbooks, and as a, and as a, well, here's the deal. I, I have a very basic principle since I've been a journalist. If you do good, I'll talk about you. If you do bad, I'll talk about you. you like, at the end of the day, I'll talk about Americans you. Right and somebody now. has to say what others are afraid Sarah, to say. you get the last word. If you want to persuade... I don't need to hear what Sarah had to say because it was BS when she said it. Here, here's the whole deal here, Greg. Christy keeps saying 16, 16. You notice how he don't want to talk about 20. Who prepared Trump for the debates in 2020? Christie. Who campaigned for Trump in 2020? Christie. And the fact of the matter is, Chris Christie ain't fooling me. If Donald Trump gets that nomination, guess, who gonna be, who, guess who's going to say, I'm voting for Donald Trump? Chris Christie. James Baker said it. Bill Barr was on television saying all this stuff about how the man don't read. He, only, he got a small vocabulary. Frankly, how dumb he is, how petty he is, how childish he is. But when asked if he's a nominee, who you gonna vote for? Republican nominee. Mitch McConnell, same thing. So I don't want to hear from any of these people. I'm trying to explain to all these crazy black folks out here who are, and I get you don't like certain things that have happened, but I am very clear about evil. I'm very clear about people who ain't got no interest in black folks. And the Christies of the world, I'm telling every black person, these people are going to choose power every single time. Absolutely. Of course, wrong. I mean, what, what can any of us do but agree with you?
on that. Um, by the way, I, I just left about a thousand black male teachers downstairs here in Philadelphia at the Black Male Educator Conference, and so many of them coming up to me said, "Tell." From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, "Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board." This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Rolling. We watch all the time. We support us at the Black Star Network, so I wanted to pass that on before Appreciate I said anything it. else. Appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, who can say I mean, you know, it reminds me of something that our, our friend and brother and frequent, you know, guest here with you, Cleo Monago, says, you know, Roland Martin has a moral compass. You may not agree with everything he says. You may agree with much of what he says, but one thing you don't have to have any question about is he has a moral compass. You know, what you said to Chris Christie there on ABC News is, and what he was confronted with, with that man who lost his job and his family, as he says, is the fact that Chris Christie has no morals. It's what you said. He's a politician. Now, of course, when he was talking to that guy, he was right. Of course, you know, I was wrong. I made a mistake. But let's be clear. You still will stand up and salute whoever is going to feed your ego, feed your bank account, feed your craving for power. And when you confronted him finally there on Stephanopoulos' show, you confronted him with the one thing that any politician must ultimately look in the mirror and have to ask her or himself. Am I willing to compromise my values? In Chris Christie's case, the answer is not yes or no, because he has no values, except he wants to be in the room. And that's the thing, Reese, that I need for a lot of folks uh, to understand. Again, uh, in the next hour, I'm going to show some this, this sort of back and forth I had today on Instagram with some folks uh, who are forever whining and complaining about Vice President Kamala Harris, what they, what, what they say Biden Harris not doing, and then when you hit them with the facts oh, by point by point by point, then they want to move the goalposts as well. And I'm trying to get these folks to understand, politics is a zero-sum game. Somebody is going to win. And when you have folks who are willing to, they're going to, look, Nikki Haley went on CNBC and said all these things, how bad Trump is. Then when was asked, if he's a nominee, you're going to support him? She said, 
I will support the Republican nominee. These people are going to fall in line and they are going to forget January 6th. They're going to forget all that sort of stuff like that. And they're going to fall in line behind that man because they ain't got no problem with his evil ass being back in the White House. Yeah, and I don't even think it's a matter of them forgetting about it. I think it's a matter of them saying that it's not a deal breaker. It's not a red line because they're going to be in power and they're going to be able to put their friends in power. I mean, they're already recruiting hundreds of people to uh, immediately be installed in the administration if Donald Trump or any Republican were to win. And so this has always been about power for the Republican Party. It's not about morals. It's not about the high ground. It's not even about anything as much as these people pretend to be evangelicals and a number of things. It's not even about that. It's just about power and money. Um, and I think that Chris Christie has has created a lane uh, uh, that he's the only one left standing in so far for in terms of the Republican nom uh, candidates um, to be the anti-Trump. But the reality is he was right there in lockstep with Trump until it was no longer politically expedient for him when he decided to run for president. And no matter what any of these people do, playing for second place, which there is no such thing when it comes to being the nominee, um, they're all going to fall in line as well. And so uh, that's the reality of the Republican Party, the Democrat. Democratic Party operates a little bit differently. The Democratic base operates a little bit differently. The independents, the disaffected operate a little bit differently. And that's why Democrats have a different challenge than Republicans do. Lauren? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting to hear Chris Christie's answer to that gentleman when he said that he had made the choice. Uh, you know, he made the choice that Hillary Clinton, he didn't want to see Hillary Clinton in office. Well, the problem with that 2016 example is that we knew that Donald Trump was crazy in 2016. And in fact, we knew it right at the moment that he announced for president when he got up and said something completely bigoted about uh, Mexican immigrants. I mean, you wanted to align yourself and brand yourself to that, Chris Christie. And then we had the violence at the campaign rallies all during 2016. Um, so I don't understand what was the what was the confusion about 2016. You can't tell me that you know Hillary Clinton was a was a worse choice than somebody who was completely crazy and was showing themselves completely crazy at that time. Remember the interview that he did where he basically tried to act like you know Donald Trump tried to act like he didn't know who David Duke was, which was completely ridiculous. And Chris Christie wanted to brand himself to that. So. I mean, you might as well just admit at some point that you just want to be on the side of the person who's winning to get some job in the administration or whatever the play was. That is what typical uh, Republicans do that are supporting Trump. They're trying to position themselves for some sort of job in the administration. That's really what it boils down to. They don't want to be outside of that club should Trump win again. But the idea that you were confused, you know, that you just you made a mistake and and you didn't know who this guy was in 2016 is quite laughable, actually. Uh, and forget, don't forget, Christie wanted to be his attorney general. Uh, that's the job that he really wanted, and he didn't get. All right, folks, hold tight one second. In the next hour, I'm going to talk about uh, the delusions of some people. When you literally state undeniable, easily Googleable, I'm going to use that word, is it, is it Googleable? Uh, when you can actually look up stuff and, and, and fact check. And that's the black people who still, in their minds, it didn't even exist when we're talking about things that have happened under President Joe Biden and 
Vice President Kamala Harris. I'm going to talk about that in the next hour, but coming up next, we're going to talk about the, cra the craziness uh, happening in Texas, the targeting of illegal immigrants, uh, and also uh, Republicans still trying to pass uh, a, a trifling voucher bill as somebody who supports school choice. Uh, I'm calling this an absolute scam. We'll talk with an official in Texas next, right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. I'm Dee Barnes, and this week on The Frequency, we talk about school-to-prison pipeline, book bans, and representing for women's rights. The group Moms Rising handles all of this. So join me in this conversation with my guest, Monifa Bendeli. This is white backlash. This is white fear that happens every time Black people in the United States help to walk the United States. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Forward towards what is written on the paper. Right here on The Frequency on the Black Star Network. Dr. Jackie Hood Martin, and I have a question for you. Ever feel as if your life is teetering and the weight and pressure of the world is consistently on your shoulders? Well, let me tell you, living a balanced life isn't easy. Join me each Tuesday on Black Star Network for a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. We'll laugh together, cry together, pull ourselves together, and cheer each other on. So join me for new shows each Tuesday on Black Star Network, a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. Muhammad, live from LA. And this is The Culture. The Culture is a two-way conversation. You and me, we talk about the stories, politics, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. So join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard. Hey, 
We're all in this together. So let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into. It's the culture. Weekdays at 3, only on the Black Star Network. Hey, it's John Murray, the executive producer of the new Sherry Shepard Talk Show. You're watching Roland Mark Unfiltered. Folks, um, 2022, um, 75% of all Texas voters under the age of 30 did not vote. And so when people ask after the fact, man, I can't believe what happened. It's very simple. When you don't vote, then you lose out to the people who do show up. Well, in Texas... Um, a lot of progressives stayed at home. And Republicans can have a supermajority in the legislature. They can c- control the governor's mansion. Uh, they have been passing all sorts of things. They now are advancing uh, a, uh, on the House. They're trying to move through a voucher bill. Uh, all of the editorial boards in the, in the state are saying uh, don't, d- don't support it. Uh, as I, as the founder of School Choice is the Black Choice, uh, am calling this voucher bill a scam. What they really want to do is provide, uh, give access to, frankly, suburban uh, and rich folks to be able to tap into state public funds to send their kids to private school. And if you run the numbers, guess what? The numbers ain't even there. Numbers aren't even there when it comes to uh, when it comes to the available number of private schools. They simply uh, are not there. So uh, that's one of the things that that you're seeing right now. Uh, so I want to bring in Carl Sherman, uh, who joins us now. Carl uh, is a state representative uh, out of Dallas. Uh, Carl, glad to have you uh, here. Uh, we have this voucher bill, but we also have uh, a plan of how they want to attack uh, illegal immigrants literally giving Texas the right to deport people, which is really a federal uh, authority. And so we already know how they put this razor wire down there, really on the wrong side of the border as well. And, and so what, what you're finding, you, you're really finding there's some sadistic individuals who are in charge in Texas in the Republican Party and how they want to go about governing. Roland Martin, you hit it right on the nose. And thank you so much for your coverage, Black Star Network, of bringing the veracity of information to the public. This is something that should concern all of us. Uh, as you look at what Texas is doing, uh, it's a tragedy. And we have been fighting this for 207 days, a record 207 days in special sessions. I don't know. This is 109th uh, special sessions that the governor has called. The, um, what, is this the third special session? It's the fourth. It's the fourth, uh, and he was like, if you don't pass in the fourth, it's going to be a fifth, there's going to be a sixth. I mean, he, the governor is basically holding folks in the House and Senate hostage to get his way. Absolutely, and, and this is not his grandfather's legislative body. Since 1957, uh, they've been trying to do this scam. We've got over 5 million children in our public school systems, and we need to provide fair and equitable education experience to all students, regardless of their economic status. And this is simply a way for rich people to supplement the tuition for high-cost private school education. 
And what they're trying, the one of the things they're trying to do, this is the Texas Tribune right here, says most notably the bill includes a bump in the base per student spending by the state from 6160 60 to 6700 Go to my iPad. It would also increase teacher pay and include money for better teacher preparation, more pre-K options, increased special education, uh, and blah, blah, blah. So basically... It, the governor actually said, oh, if y'all want me to increase money for public education, pass my voucher bill first, and then we'll do that. Absolutely. And, and look at this. The, uh, the hypocrisy is that he's also increased the wages for teachers that teach in the rural areas versus those who teach in the suburban and urban areas. Uh, so there is a disparity there trying to get the rural Republicans uh, to cave on this scam and provide this passage that he's wanted for so long. Uh, it, it is outrageous. And uh, I expect, I'm proud of our members. I expect we're going to stand strong against this. And I also expect that Republican rule uh, representatives will stand against this, even though they've been threatened uh, that he is going to run someone against them in the primary. Well, and because you, you have a couple of Texas billionaires uh, who have been doing that. Let's talk about this other bill. So the Texas House passed a bill making it a state crime to illegally cross the southern border, allowing state and local police to arrest and deport um, illegal immigrants. I, I, I'm confused. Uh, yeah. That that's yeah. a federal, that's federal jurisdiction. Absolutely, it's a it's a repudiation against the Constitution uh, for the state to do what it's done in passing. And you know this, we shouldn't be surprised. We're the Juneteenth state, uh, so we have this spirit of rebelling against uh, the Union. And so this uh, SB four has a history as well. I'm a former city manager. And I know that our police chief and my police officers had to contend with this issue. Uh, look, you know, I refuse uh, to be a part of something in which we are going against the United States of America. It's as though these folks think that we are our own uh, country. And, of course, we do have those who want to succeed the United States. Uh, questions from our, our panel. Lauren, you're first. Uh, you know, I want to know what your uh, feelings are about what the answer to uh, mass immigration is. Uh, because, you know, apparently U.S. Customs has a statistic that in October there were 186,000 people across the border into Texas. Uh, what, what solves that problem? It's costing uh, the United States taxpayers billions of dollars to take care of people who are not citizens of this country. What do you think we should do about that? The federal government is not doing anything, which I suspect is why the governor of Texas is now going into these extreme, more extreme, you know, not really solutions, but policy ideas. But what is your, what is your feeling about what we do about immigrants coming across the border? Yeah, immigration is an issue. It's paramount uh, that we do solve this issue. And I've been working with representatives like Eddie Morales, in the Eagle Pass area, who's got a smart solution to address mitigating asylum seekers. Uh, we could do this if we simply work as they do in the business sector uh, to provide an, a commerce component to this, I'm sorry, an economic development uh, part to this. We could process 
these individuals who are coming here orderly, who want to work in this country, and document the uh, those individuals as they come in. The jobs that they're seeking are jobs that we need filled, and we're not doing it the right way by simply sending people away uh, in the way that we're doing them or shipping them to other states. We can do this, we can process them, and we can keep their information. And there's a smart plan that I intend to release uh, soon that uh, has a economic uh, component to it in which the state will be able to also support our fight against fentanyl and other issues that we have uh, in this country. They can be a part of that solution. Uh, our coastal uh, folks at the coast uh, have indicated to us that the resources are there uh, for us to be able to do this plan, uh, but we've got to have a smart approach to addressing uh, this issue. Reese. <clears throat> Yes, um, I, I'm curious about the messaging around um, the fact that this that this bill does couple increases to uh, public school funding and teacher pay. Is that confusing thing, muddying the waters? Um, and where do the teachers stand in terms of the fact that they do stand to, at least in the in the short term, benefit from this bill if it were passed? The teachers union, AFT, and others are against uh, this bill. They understand. Uh, that this is a scheme. Uh, look, we need to separate uh, what they want to do with the vouchers, and I expect that we will be uh, motioning that on the House floor tomorrow, uh, that we separate it so that we can vote on teacher pay. Uh, our teachers deserve to receive uh, pay that's commensurate of the profession uh, that they've committed themselves to, and we can do it. We're a state as a part of uh, appropriations, uh, I have been a part of appropriations. I know with our surplus of $32 billion, we could have taken this opportunity to move Texas from the bottom to just, just moving us up to 24 if we used all the resources that we have in appropriating education funds for public education. And the teachers stand with us. Uh, they are not falling uh, for this scam. Uh, and we're committed to support them as we did with the recent passage of Proposition 9 on the Constitution Amendments to ensure that our retired teachers are now going to receive COLA uh, for pay. Uh, and again, before I go to, um, um, uh, before I go to Greg, uh, exactly how did Texas get that $32 billion surplus? Well, uh, good question, Roland. It didn't come from property tax. It came from uh, fuel, fossil fuel sales. So fuel uh, sales tax increase due to inflation. Uh, that's really the contributory source of the revenue surplus that we have. And so it makes no sense uh, that we would uh, give property tax relief only. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Uh, and not addressed. Uh, most Texans are renters. And we had an opportunity uh, to also benefit uh, those Texans who uh, also rent of the 30 million plus Texans. Uh, most are renters. Greg. Thank you, Roland. And thank you, Brother Sherman, as always, for, for coming on the network and, and keeping us all informed on the, the immigration bill. Um, you know, what do you think the prospects are if and when this bill is signed into law? And we go to the courts. I mean, we know, obviously, with uh, Arizona versus United States, it was Jan Brewer in Arizona in 2010 that signed a very similar bill into law in the Ninth Circuit. And then the Supreme Court ultimately said it's unconstitutional. I mean, you're, you're, you're duplicating. In fact, they said that the federal law preempts that state law in Arizona's case. And I think uh, Scalia and Alito and Thomas dissented. And, of course, Thomas and Alito are still around, and the composition of the court has changed. Do you think, particularly given— uh, the kind of recent efforts of the Supreme Court to maybe try to rein in this rogue Fifth Circuit, which includes Texas, do you think that when this case finds its way into federal court, that this statute, that this new law that they're trying to pass that you know ultimately probably pass in Texas, do you think it will survive legal scrutiny in the federal courts? Well, it's my expectation that if it is based on legal grounds, uh, it will be found to be unconstitutional. Uh, however, my biggest concern in regards to our courts and uh, how the courts have been stacked uh, as simply an extension of the Republican Party, it does concern me. And I'm not a lawyer. Uh, certainly, uh, I have been at the city level as a mayor and as a city manager. Uh, I'll tell you that when the original SB4 passed, uh, that gave our local law enforcement the authority to, uh, to show me your papers, basically. Uh, we found uh, that, as you mentioned, was unconstitutional. What concerns me also is that they packaged this with not only uh, SB4, but SB3, uh, which provides uh, $1.5 billion uh, in resources. So there are several local uh, jurisdictions uh, that are looking at these resources as opportunities to beef up their law enforcement uh, to really serve as antagonistic uh, to many in the Brown community. Uh, you know, as a former city manager, I had to, my first police chief that I terminated uh, was one who would send the officers into uh, the Latino communities 
and literally terrorize those communities. And so I was new as city manager and I uh, had to terminate them. So you will have some zealots out there who will see this opportunity uh, to uh, persecute and prosecute uh, the individuals that are uh, in the Brown community. All right, Carl Sherman, Representative Sherman, we appreciate it. Uh, we'll see uh, what happens uh, in uh, my native state. And again, I just hope folks understand why voting is critical uh, because as long as they have a supermajority, they don't have to listen uh, to anyone on the opposition side. Roland Martin, thank you so much for having me here. Your, mo your mother is awesome. Uh, she's been in my district uh, for so long. She helps make it uh, informed, uh, folks informed. My name is Carl Sherman, as you said. I'm running to be the next U.S. Senator uh, to take Ted Cruz out in the state of Texas. So I hope folks will come and check us out, carlsherman.com. I'm sick and tired of dealing with rich people problems. We're at a point of moral depravity uh, that we've got to really address the issues. And as a senior pastor, I get it. I intimately understand uh, the issues that we're facing as a former mayor as well. So God bless you. Thank you for having me on uh, today. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, folks, going to break. We come back. We'll be chatting with uh, attorneys, Ben Crump, Harry Daniels, uh, about uh, one of the cases they are involved in. Also, um, why is it that some black folks refuse to accept facts about what really happens with this administration as if what they're doing is a bad thing? And, and I'm still also trying to figure out um, the people who believe that black-only bills can be passed in the Congress. I'm gonna unpack that when we come back as well. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, inflation is on the rise. Interest rates are high. Can you still thrive during these uncertain times? On the next Get Wealthy, you're gonna meet a woman who's done just that, living proof of what you need to do to flourish during these uncertain times. These are times where you take advantage of what's going on. This is how people get rich or richer. That's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. An angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at every University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear.
next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr. We welcome the Black Star Network's very own... I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Roland Martin, who joins us to talk about his new book, White Fear. How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. The book explains so much about what we're going through in this country right now and how, as white people head toward becoming a racial minority, it's going to get, well, let's just say even more interesting. We are going to see more violence. We're going to see more vitriol because as each day passes, it's it, it is a nail in that coffin. The one and only Roland Martin on the next Black Table, right here on the Black Star Network. I am Tommy Davidson. I play Oscar on Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Right now, I'm rolling with Roland Martin, unfiltered, uncut, unplugged, and undamn believable. You hear me? Folks, uh, Jefferson County, Texas jail officials uh, have released uh, surveillance footage from an incident that took place on June 12, 2021 that allegedly left a black man paralyzed from the chest down. Christopher Shaw's attorneys say Beaumont police officer James Gillen flipped Shaw into the air and body slammed him head first on the concrete floor. Two of Christopher's attorneys uh, they are Ben Crump and Harry Daniels are here to discuss this. Now, we're, we're Ben and Harry, we're watching the video here. Guys, go back to the video. Go back to the video. We're yeah, watching the video here, and so you see you see them take down. I, I want you to do me a favor. Go back to the beginning. I want you to go back to the beginning, okay? Uh, so, because I, I would like for uh, Harry and Ben to sort of explain what went on. So, first of all, freeze the video right here. Uh, what was he arrested? What was he arrested for, Mr. Daniels? Uh, Roland, he was arrested for uh, uh, public intoxication, a misdemeanor, uh, a ticket at best for public intoxication. Okay, so he was publicly intoxicated, uh, allegedly, and he gets arrested. All right, 
So now, they bring him into the jail. Now press play. So they bring him into the jail, and so you've got one, two, three, four individuals. Um, and they're, so they're pinning, they're, they're pinning him up against uh, uh, the wall here. Looks like uh, he's yelling, looks like he's kicking. Then all of a sudden, one takes him down, grabs him by the neck, body slams him to the ground, and you see right here, he goes completely motionless. That's correct. And so um, it was that takedown that, uh, that paralyzed him. Uh, that's correct, Roland. So uh, as you can see, you had multiple individuals. One of the uh, individuals who uh, was detaining Mr. Shaw was a Beaumont police officer. That's Officer Gillard. The other three individuals were detention officer Jefferson County. And in that video, you can see at some point that Mr. Gill, Officer Gillen, he grabs Mr. Shaw by the neck, which is a, a, a unlawful, which has been uh, been ruled as unconstitutional in the state of Florida, the state of Texas. And in response, Mr. Shaw responds to it by trying to move him off and kick him off or whatever. He takes his property, throws it, grabs him away from those attention officers, body slam him, which is what calls it. And the experts who carry the crowd, this has a death flip. Slams him on his neck, on his head, put all his weight, rendering Mr. Shaw unconscious, I mean, uh, unconscious which eventually uh, led him to, uh, to be uh, completely uh, paralyzed from the chest down. Uh, go back to the beginning of the video. See, see Ben, th th this is what I never understand when we see these videos. You literally have three individuals, okay? Okay, yeah, you see uh, some screaming, you see all of that. You got three uh, no, it's four people. It's four. One guy closes the door. Freeze it right here. Freeze it right here. Freeze it right He's here. He's in handcuffs too, Roland. So. Free, right. So, I mean, Ben, you got four individuals. Yeah. He's in handcuffs. And so, what is the need to body slam him? It, you telling me four people? Literally, one dude could take one leg. One dude could take the other leg. One could take one arm. One could take the other arm. And they could literally walk him into the jail cell. Yeah, and Roland, you're arguing our case for Attorney Daniels and I. It is excessive beyond belief. Press He's play, guys. Handcuffed. Ben, keep talking. Go ahead. He's, okay. He's in handcuffs. He's in the jail. I mean, if... You got to do this to a person who's already restrained by handcuffs in a jail. It is unconscionable, that amount of force that leaves this young man rendered paralyzed for life. And as Attorney Daniels and Attorney uh, Shaw's family at Chance Lynch and I talk, it gets even worse because they don't take him to the hospital after this. I mean, they take him and put him in a jail cell, and it's not until they realize he's not moving that they finally take him to the hospital. And I think what Attorney Daniel said is also profoundly important. It's unconstitutional to do those choke holds. So you mean to tell me, so there's a woman, and just got to keep it on the video, there's a woman who's in gray, I guess, who is a nurse or something along those lines. So she steps up. Any, I'm watching the video, and we, when, a, when a man goes from yelling, kicking, you can see the phrase belligerent if you want, 
to motionless, uh, common sense says, uh-oh, something happened. Yeah. Well, he, has a, he had a large laceration. He was completely rendered unconscious, uh, bleeding from his head. Uh, they do call uh, uh, emergency services. Uh, and to the end, to what Ben was saying, they go to emergency services, he goes to the hospital with the same person who flipped him. That person gave uh, incorrect information to the hospital staff, basically said that he fell on the ground. Didn't tell him that he flipped him and fell on top of him, uh, causing his injuries to him. And essentially brought him back to the jail. Uh, he was, he couldn't walk. He couldn't move at that time. They had to pick this man up, uh, Roland, pick him up over their head, carry him in a jail, dress him out, put him back in a jail cell. Well, he stayed in that jail cell almost 23 hours where he was defecating, urinating on himself and begging for help. For 23 hours, he was begging for help. And nobody wouldn't help him until he told the nurse that my death going to be on your hands and he eventually called somebody and the EMTs came and said, this man is paralyzed. Uh, he can't move. So it's unconscionable. It's, 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 it's beyond. Go ahead, Roland. I'm sorry. Anything happened to this, uh, to the cop? Well, we, it's in a federal lawsuit. We, we suing him. Uh, the Texas, the sheriff, the, the sheriff of Jefferson County, she called the uh, Texas Rangers in uh, to do an investigation. We don't know what was presented to the district attorney's office. I'm not, not district attorneys, but the grand jury to make a determination as whether he should be charged. We do know that the Department of Justice through the Federal Bureau of Investigations is involved with this particular matter. So it's still to come. Right now, we had a federal lawsuit against uh, this officer, uh, the, the, the health care facility personnel, as well as the city of Beaumont, Texas. But uh, like Ben said, we, we pushing this envelope. You know, we've been telling y'all about this video. Y'all did a story. And now that the nation is seeing this video, uh, this, is, this is almost similar uh, to Freddie Cox. Uh, the mm -hmm. case that took place up there in, uh, well, I think, what was Connecticut, man? Baltimore. 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 And Ra yeah, Randy Cox in Connecticut. Randy Cox. You remember? Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable here. Uh, so uh, y'all are involved in a federal lawsuit. So this took place in 2021. So no discipline against that officer? Hey, his, oh, his, uh, you know, his, uh, his, the chief of police, uh, he's backing his officers 100%. All these things, we don't have plenty of experts to look at this thing and say this was absolutely excessive use of force. Ben, you know, Ben, he does these cases all over the country. It doesn't shock us or uh, that that the police is not uh, uh, is backing him and no discipline is going towards his officer at this time. Uh, and again, they body slam him and they sit him in a chair. And you see right here, uh, you see about ten people just standing around looking at him, and the whole time. Uh, this man is paralyzed. And, yeah. and Roland Martin, realize what attorney uh, Harry Daniels said. They took him to the hospital, brought him back from the hospital, and put him in the jail cell even though he's paralyzed. I mean, you talking about inhumane. Mm. And, and right there, this video that's being shown, he's been mocked. Like, hey, man, you can get up and walk. Quit playing. You can get up and walk. This man is paralyzed. His leg, he has the, the crippling uh, effects of his hands where he, he's not receiving blood flow, any muscle uh, strength in his, in his wrist at this time. But, you know, they picked him up, changed him out, put him in a jail cell. He couldn't move, couldn't eat. He just laid there in that jail cell uh, to eventually an EMS was called. And the EMS immediately told the nursing staff that this man is paralyzed. Unbelievable. Uh, 
Unbelievable. Um, before we go, uh, Ben Crump, I do want to get your thoughts uh, on the mistrial uh, in the case of the officer, uh, the federal trial uh, in the case of Breonna Taylor, in the uh, death of Breonna Taylor. You know, Roland, that underscores the importance of jury duty in the service. We had one African-American, Roland Martin, out of all 12 of them on one of the uh, most historic cases ever in America. And thank God we had that brother. I don't know what the breakdown was, but the fact that some people wanted to acquit that officer of shooting at Breonna Taylor, but that black juror held out. And we got to celebrate that, and we got to get more black people on juries. We see it all the time. I know Attorney Daniels, too, too that you have one black juror who would give in to the mm -hmm. white jurors, but he stood his ground, and thank God we get to fight again for Brianna, for her to get justice. All right. Gentlemen, Harry Daniels, Ben Crump, we certainly appreciate uh, both of you uh, being with us. I appreciate Thanks, it, bro. Thanks, brother. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. All right, thanks, Take that, that shirt off, man. No, nah, no, nah, that's not going to happen. That will never happen. Because <laughs> Omega's found the day tomorrow. You got two Omegas here. He got two. He got each surrounded by the cues, man. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> let, 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 let me explain to y'all what this look like. This is Al. Let me explain to y'all how this go down. This is Alpha and the rest of y'all back there. <laughs> and, and just so you know, Stephen, take this camera right here, Stephen, and I want you to put it uh, on this uh, portrait right over here. I just want Ben and uh, Harry uh, to see this because uh, I want them to see greatness. See, got, I need the camera right here. Need the camera right here. <laughs> turn that camera. Turn it right. Keep going. Turn that camera right. No, no. That, turn that one. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Swing it around. You about to put my... You're going to put my hero up. Swing it around. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. R right. Keep going. Right there. I just want y'all to see. You can zoom that thing out if you can. Just want y'all to see uh, right there. 
Uh, Lon Wall, my birthday was Tuesday. Lon Walls came by and he gave me this alpha stole. So I went ahead and just put it right here on the, on, on the MLK piece. <laughs> just, just for the both of y'all, since, you know, y'all talking a little smack. Just got to hey, remind y'all who's your daddy. Hey, hey, Roland, everybody, everybody eventually want to go to Omega Chapter. So uh, you know how that works. Actually, actually, <laughs> nobody wants to go to the Omega Chapter. So <laughs> nobody wants to go there. And plus, it's, it's, when, uh, plus, when you go there, you ain't going to know, so it don't matter. <laughs> well, okay, we'll see. <laughs> you, you got the I mic. I love you, man. So Have a birthday, bro. Appreciate got the mic. <laughs> Say it again, Ben. I can't argue with you. You got the mic, Mr. Uh, <laughs> yes, you, you are correct. So, and just, and just remember, I keep telling y'all, when you're in the presence of alphas, always kiss the ring. <laughs> man, let's get out of here, man. <laughs> We're going to let you go on that. <laughs> hey, hey, hey right, Mr. Q's happy later, Founders man. Day tomorrow, Roland. All right, uh, happy Youth Group Day. <laughs> Come on. I have it. Thank you. I appreciate Jim. Right, Thanks man. a lot. I, Greg Carter, did they actually think I was going to concede any ground? Of course not. Hey, you know what's so funny, man? Like I told you, these black male educators here in Philly, I, 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 we did our panel, and then Mark Hill was right behind us. And you know, he's the capper. So. The first thing Mark did, man, call, I said, man, don't start this stuff. Don't you know that we're your fathers? <laughs> and they all started, man. I, but everybody aspires. You know, everybody, look, I used to tell people all the time, I said, you know, a lot of little boys want to be cues when they're children. And then some of us grow up. Well, I ain't never wanted to crawl. So uh, <laughs> I stopped crawling when I was three. So, uh, yeah, uh, you ain't going to never hear me taking pride in being called a dog. That ain't going to happen. All right. Uh, when we come back, y'all, uh, I, I want to talk about, again, I deal in facts. I deal in reality. And I want, I'm going to show y'all a prime example of what happens when you just post something that's factual and some black people are just so mad and unsatisfied and angry that they want to deny reality. They just make up stuff. I'm talking about what's going on, uh, the things that are happening with the Biden-Harris administration. It's actually good for black folks, but some folks still got a problem with it. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about when we come back on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Show Network. Grow your business or career with Grow with Google's wide range of online courses, digital training, and tools. Gain in-demand job skills with flexible online training programs designed to put you on the fast track to jobs in high-growth fields. No experience is necessary. Learn at your own pace. Complete the online certificate program on your own terms. Stand out to employers, get on a path to in-demand jobs, and connect with top employers who are currently hiring. Take one professional career certificate program, or all six. Earn a Google career certificate to prepare for a job in a high-growth field like data analytics, project management, UX design, cybersecurity, and more. All professional career certificate programs must be completed by December 31, 2024. Scan the QR code to complete the application. There are 1,000 scholarships available. Grow with Google and J. Hood and Associates. Be job ready and qualify for in-demand jobs.
Pastor Jackie Hood Martin, and I have a question for you. Ever feel as if your life is teetering and the weight and pressure of the world is consistently on your shoulders? Well, let me tell you, living a balanced life isn't easy. Join me each Tuesday on Black Star Network for a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. We'll laugh together, cry together, pull ourselves together, and cheer each other on. So join me for new shows each Tuesday on Black Star Network, a balanced life with Dr. Jackie. Farquhar, executive producer of Proud Family. Bruce Smith, creator and executive producer of The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. And you're watching Roland Martin. All right, y'all. So, um, one of the things that we do on this show, I do on my social media, I- I'm all about providing people with real-time information about things that impact us uh, that, frankly, is not going to get covered on mainstream media. So um, I posted this uh, item here. I'm trying to see. When did I post it? I posted this item here 19 hours ago. So why don't you go to my iPhone? So this is on Instagram, y'all. So I posted this on Instagram. Uh, and so this is the actual post. And so... It's a statement, it's a statement from Vice President Kamala Harris, and it says, statement by Vice President Kamala Harris on the Federal Communications Commission's vote to adopt new rules to to prevent digital discrimination. Okay? So, when you actually go down here and read it, she talked about uh, 30 million people across the country don't have access to high-speed internet, communities of color, native Native communities, rural communities, and low-income households were disproportionately connected. So then when you go through here and you read this here, uh, you you talked about uh, the investment to lower um, monthly plans, installing thousands of miles of fiber optic cable, okay? Uh, And it says all here. And so she says... President Biden and I understand that getting online can be a bridge to an education, good-paying job, quality health care, and engagement with a broader world. We're not stop fighting to make it easier for everyone to access affordable high-speed internet. Today's action is another important step toward fulfilling that vision. All right. So then when you go down to the comments, and this is what I found to be quite interesting um, when I went down to the comments. And so uh, you, you, you'll see, um, and I had to correct... Some folks, you know, A.J. Johnson was asking about, she says, more statements. We know she makes statements, statements in photo ops. Please show me the more. And I said, well, in the statement, they explain the action. So you can't call it just a statement when it was a statement about the action that they took. Um, uh, Amanda Seals had said that, this sounds like a misdirect of a power to control who and how we can access the internet, what's available on apps. I said, no. This stops companies from neglecting communities. This actually happened when broadband first came out. They went to affluent communities first. And so I was sitting here, you know, and then you had some other people and, you know, talking about this is good and how things are important. Uh, then people like, oh, what, 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 what more will citizens have to give up to have internet available for all? I don't know what the hell that even means. Um, 
um, um, you know, then, then, then you go, uh, then this person goes, can't believe she talking about internet. We having bigger problems in our country. Um, do y'all remember during COVID when millions of black kids could not access education because they didn't have computers or internet? Do y'all remember in Montgomery, Alabama, where they had, we had the school board member on, where they were converting school buses into mobile Wi-Fi stations so kids could access the internet? Do you know how many people out there can't access job information because they don't have access to the internet? So I need the people out there who have Wi-Fi and internet to understand this ain't about you. This is a major problem. In fact, for all y'all people out there who claim y'all love HBCUs, y'all do know that there are massive computer and internet deserts on HBCU campuses as we speak. And so this notion that we have only internet problems in rural America, no, there are internet problems in major cities people simply can't afford it. So, uh, I, I had another one, and I, I just got to show y'all this here. Um, this person goes, I still don't know what she does. Isn't this a bit too convenient timing-wise? We're in the election cycle. I don't know what she does. I, I, I've never seen some of the... So, so now, th th I love this one, y'all. Oh, my God, I love this one. I said, that means you ain't been paying attention. This person goes, I have and I do see what you obviously do see. Now, y'all, don't laugh, because this person actually typed this. They said, or maybe... Y'all, I'm reading this, so y'all know I'm not making this up. Or maybe the issues that are important to me and my community remain unaddressed. Okay, I just want y'all... She said, these things remain unaddressed. Number one, she writes, black women childbirth mortality rates. She actually wrote that. Number two, truth in education. Number three, FCC biases in regulation. The Post is about the FCC. Number four, expanded underwriting for student loan borrowers. Then she wrote, and appraisal regulations for people of color. The last one, and real, realistic grant funding for entrepreneurs. I, just hold on. So y'all, I then posted 
this here. U.S. to spend $42 billion to make internet access universal by 2030. It was a Reuters story that was in here. Lord have mercy. Uh, this fool goes, as much as I love, let's say my mommy, if she's wrong about something, that's just what it is. Kamala has not and will not do anything to benefit black Americans specifically, and that's the problem. This internet thing is bullshit. Run us reparations. I go, this is stupid. Congress appropriates money, not... From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The VP. Okay, hold up. Y'all, I'm not done. Because I, I just want y'all to understand what I deal with here. Same person goes, we are grown. Your low vibrational energy speaks volumes. You are doing too much. No one over here is stupid, but if it makes you feel better as a grown woman to go around calling people stupid, okay, you are stuck on whatever you're on, and that's causing you to have a lack of understanding. No, I can actually read. You know, and so then we go over here, um, and then I got somebody who says, um, asked about the contracts, uh-huh, uh, and then... Then somebody went, um, well, uh, why is it that, okay, hold up, I gotta find this one, y'all, because I thought this one was too funny. I love this one here. Person goes, the overall majority of the U.S. population that's black lives in urban areas which already have options when it comes to the internet. For those of us that live in rural areas, we're having to wait for seven more years to get access to what was legislated in 1989's Cable TV Act, which provides the most connected high-speed internet access to subscribers by number. Tell us again how this benefits black people. Um, you're not waiting. Um, ben, I love this one here. Seriously, 
if you can't afford internet, you have more pressing issues. Mm, that, that's, that's, that's a good point. Now, I love this one here. I love this one here, y'all. Roland making excuses for his homegirl. Black folks want things specific for us as requested. This internet thing includes everyone else, so this isn't something for black folks to get excited about as much as she had us in mind. Uh-huh. Y'all, th th these, are, these are actually real comments. So let me go to my panel. So, uh, I don't know who's sitting here calling me. Uh, I'm in the middle of the show, y'all. Here's the thing that's killing me, Reese. This woman said, I do pay attention, and the things are not getting addressed I care about, like black maternal health. Hasn't that been one of the biggest things that the vice president has been focusing on? Yes. Okay. Then the same woman said she's concerned about truth in education. Didn't the vice president travel to Jacksonville to light up Ron DeSantis and the Republicans for trying to get rid of black history and books in, in schools? Yes. Okay. The woman said her issue was about appraisals uh, for homes. I swear I heard the vice president announce the administration's plans to deal with racism in appraisals uh, as well as HUD and the DOJ announcing the crackdown on redlining. Or did I just mistake that? I was there. Yes, that happened. So... And it's happening. I'm confused how somebody could say none of this stuff is being done, and I swear it happened. <laughs> Any thoughts? I, 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 I honestly thought that that was parody because um, the irony of listing literally Vice President Kamala Harris's portfolio as things that she is not doing that you're supposedly paying attention to and that you supposedly care about is unhinged um, if you are being serious and uh, belligerently ignorant. Um, so that's why I don't take people seriously when they say that they care about certain issues, because if you care, then you would actually be engaged on the action that's been happening for years. This isn't just a matter of something that has been a flash in the pan. This is something that they have not only announced, but year after year returned to, to talk about the progress that's been made on appraisal biases, the progress that's been made in terms of just this week, actually, Vice President Kamala Harris announced that her initiative to expand postpartum, med uh, uh, postpartum coverage um, for Medicaid is now in 40 states, 40 out of 50 states for 12 months. That was not something that happened prior to Vice President Kamala Harris making black maternal mortality and maternal mortality a priority. And so um, I think part of it is obviously the way that people are targeted with disinformation, but it's also the attention span and stupidity of some people. When you have somebody like an Amanda Seals who, rather than actually read the post to understand what it talks about, 
they say this sounds like. You don't have to say what it sounds like when it's literally written right there, specifically what it's about. It had nothing to do with TikTok or our, our censorship. It was literally about uh, redressing um, discrimination and access for people to say that, well, people can't afford it when this administration has expanded affordable um, broadband to millions of homes that people are eligible for is stupid. For people to say that, well, we're, what is this going to do for Black people in rural communities when this is about expanding rural broadband access is, 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 is really ridiculous. And so this is the challenge that we have. It's, it's, it goes beyond messaging. Um, it, it goes to the fact that sometimes people just feel like if they don't see it happening right in front of their face, just not, I mean, beyond an Instagram post, which is explaining that this is happening, then that means that it's non-existent. And I, I, I'm, I'm starting to become at a loss to even know how to even reach those people. I think you can reach a, a portion of them, but some people just can't be helped. They can't be educated. They can't be <sighs> saved, y'all. So we got to try to find the people that maybe they just don't know. And they're like, oh, okay, that's good to know. Maybe there's some people like that out, and that's what we got to get to the poll, because some of these other people can't be saved. Go back to my uh, iPad here. G Greg, this person goes... Now, again, we're talking about a $42 billion program uh, that deals with Internet. person goes... This does nothing for black people. The typical lift-all program for the Democrats, no tangibles, no votes. Now, the, the early... The, and, and I responded about, well, this is a damn lie. Uh, and then... So here's the thing for me, because the other person was talking about how... And, and there's one person kept going back and forth with me, Greg, on, no, 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 no. I want to see legislation that is only for black people. And I, and I see this over and, over and over and over again. I mean, I'm talking about uh, these, these FBA, these other people out here. I hear them yelling it. And I'm sitting here going, what in the hell are y'all talking about? And I know for a fact black mayors in major cities are putting proposals together to get some of that $42 billion because black people in many of these places do not have high-speed internet. So you'll sit here and lay out this program, this program, this program. It's like, no, they ain't gonna benefit black people only. And you're like, fool, do you know anything about civics? And, and I, and, and, I mean, it is stunning to me when you just make a post that, hey, just let y'all know and stuff even exists and these folks still, no, that ain't good enough because it's not only helping us. Yeah, absolutely, Rowan. I mean, well, first of all, uh, at least in, in the venue that you've been sharing with us uh, in, this, in this story, it's Elon Musk's Twitter. So we know that that... No, 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 this was Instagram. So this is, uh, this oh. is uh, Mark Zuckerberg's uh, Mark Instagram. Zuckerberg's metaverse. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, we know, and of course, you know, again, I just point out again, our sister Reese has been telling us this for years. This is the weaponized ignorance. I just assume most of them people come from troll factory. When anytime I see tangibles now or anything like that, I assume that's a troll. Now, you being the keyboard warrior that you are, social media sniper that you are, the the the, the Omar uh, little of uh, the internet, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take your time and just body them all. You, you, it don't matter. Now, in the case of Amanda Seals, yeah, that's that's a little disturbing, but I kind of understand that too because 
you know, there are people, and there will be people who probably rip this segment and post it on their shows on YouTube and other places to try to attack this as caping for the Democrats because they are pretty much consistent ideologues. So, 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 so really, policymaking doesn't matter. Except, of course, when they go to work and exercise their benefits, and uh, you know, so th these are the kind of keyboard warriors who love being radicals uh, from the safety of their well-resourced jobs and with, with benefits. But that aside, much of this is just weaponized ignorance. Now, you know, thinking about this infrastructure bill that passed, you know, I just came up to Philly on, on Amtrak, and we know that the vast majority of that bill. Uh, in the neighborhood of, uh, there's about $426 billion of that work, including $16.4 billion that's about to be spent just on the Northeast Corridor to improve uh, interstate rail, federal rail, that is going to greatly benefit just in terms of transportation, the, the kind of big chunk of, of this work. But that requires reading. Uh, Brookings just released a report yesterday an extensive report on the two-year mark of the infrastructure bill, how much has been spent, how much remains to be spent, uh, about 75% of the competitive uh, bidding for uh, money has not even been awarded yet, and that has the stuff that's been awarded has just slightly favored states that voted for, for Trump and now Biden in the last election. So, you know, People just won't take time to read. Finally, as it relates directly to broadband, as you said, uh, according to Brookings, the um, National Telecommunications Information Administration stood up very quickly the formulas for people to get engaged in these competitive bids. And as you just said, finally, 40, there about, there's about $4 billion left remaining to be distributed. But of that $41.7 billion that is formula-driven or direct-driven, this is why, as you say, voting matters. That stuff goes strictly and directly to the states. Now, if you don't want your money, our tax money that's going to your state held hostage by some white nationalists in the state house or with a supermajority in the legislature that can mess this up, then you've got yourself to blame. And these Negroes who are real, who are in there fighting with you in social media, guess what? If you live in the South, don't point at the White House, point at the state house. And my From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The only question for them is, did you vote? Then be quiet. Lauren, the, the, the reason I'm taking my time to do this um, is because I, I, I really love, first of all, what Greg just laid out there. So people always talk about, well, who's going to get the contracts? Well, first and foremost, fool. And I'm saying fool, and I know Cleo's always saying, Rolling, you shouldn't be calling people fools, and they're frustrated, and, you know, PTSD, and all. No, I'm saying fool, because what pisses me off is on this show, we literally have a segment called Where's Our Money? And we are constantly talking about contracts and talking about taking down barriers. And the reality is what Greg is talking about, yes. The point is, do we have the firms out there that drop fiber optic cables that do that? Y'all, beauticians and barbers can't do this, okay? They can't do it. And so when we're talking about how do we build, we literally have a segment called Marketplace that focuses on black-owned businesses. And what, what, what just drives me crazy, and again, I want all y'all Negroes, especially Dumb Red and Kodak Black, and I can go on and on a whole bunch of, I saw some other uh, uh, Azealia Banks and all y'all running around talking about Trump and checks. Let me explain to y'all, under Trump, they bundled contracts meaning only major firms could afford to bid on them. By the administration, because I talked to the head of the Small Business Administration, I talked to the head of the Minority Business Development Agency, they're unbundling the contracts. Because when you're small, you can't bid on a large contract. So for all y'all who thought, ooh, there were glory days when Trump was there and we were just getting them stimulus checks, you ain't gonna be getting no contracts because they gonna bundle them back for the big donors. We can't afford to get those. This right here, Lauren, is the minutia of policy. This right here, we talk about watching how the sausage is being made versus, versus simply eating it. This right here is what a lot of black folks are going to have to understand there is a difference between when a Democrats are in control of the House and a Bobby Scott of Virginia congressman is chair of the subcommittee. It's a whole lot different than when Republicans control the House and they are over the committees. So for all y'all out there talking about that $6.57 billion that went to HBCUs, oh, that didn't, didn't just happen. There was somebody who was in the chair who was making those things happen, and he was a brother. Alpha brother, but he was a brother. But then they say, Lauren, did nothing get done. I ain't seen it. This has just been a waste of our vote. Uh, yeah, you know, 
I, I certainly think people globally realize that the Republican Party is uh, in another era, an era really that, of course, uh, does not include the, you know, conservative Reagan era. We're out of that, and we're into something that's, you know, obviously steering close to fascism. But as somebody who was, you know, watching the David Brinkley show when I was like, you know, 10 years old and watching Bob Maynard in the panel with David Brinkley, I never considered myself a, a normal person. And I think in terms of the way I pay attention to politics, which is on a very minute micro level, uh, I've always recognized, I think we have to recognize that most people are not doing that. Most people are not living sort of a life where you're paying attention. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree that 100 percent. My problem okay. is when you actually show them the facts and you get, oh, that's bullshit. They ain't helping us. Yeah. I say that to say that, you know, we have to be, I think, always mindful of the fact that most people are not college educated in this country. Most people are not in the boule. Most people are not Greek. Most people are not, have, have never been in a first college of all, class. First of all, hold up. Just, so, just, hold up, hold up. Just because you mentioned not in the boule. It's Let me just help you right there. It's 5,000 people in the boule. Right. That's it. Mm -hmm. All y'all, I love all these Negroes be hollering, boule, 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 boule. It's 5,000. Do, do y'all, just for all y'all folk out there who holler the boule, it's about 200,000 alphas. And you about to say Omegas, Kappas, is more Prince Hall Masons. It's 5,000 people in the boule. And it's about having a good time. But, but this is the, but my, but my, so my, I get all that, Lauren. My problem is when you literally show folk and, they, and say, no, no, this happened. They ain't happened. Hi. She actually made an announcement like that. Like, it actually came out her mouth. It came out of his mouth. Well, I, it, uh, well, if it ain't just for us, like, I get that all the time. They literally want funding bills only for black people, Lauren. I get that well, all the time. Where our bill? And I'm like, I got Where our hate crime bill? There's been actually three, three hate crime bills in history that be specifically black people. Uh, but I, I, anyway, I, I, I just... Well, the George, the George Floyd bill actually did pass the House and, of course, was stuck in the Senate. I'm sorry, say it again? The George Floyd bill passed the House in 2021 and, of course... Yeah, hold on, so, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. Who, who, who was over the House then? Uh, in 2021, obviously, the, uh, the uh, president... Uh, what did you say, over the House? So, obviously, the House was controlled by... Democrats. So hold on. So I you telling me the George Floyd Justice Act actually passed the House? Mm hmm Okay. Yeah. I think the bill that everybody thinks about is the Asian hate crimes bill, which of course passed because of COVID, and we had a big spike in hate crimes against. But the it also American. wasn't called the Asian hate crime bill. Yeah, I know. So if I it was get called this the COVID nineteen hate act. Hate Crimes Act. I, I know that. <laughs> so it was called the COVID uh, 19 Hate Crimes Act. And it was an absolute bullshit bill. Yeah, it focused on, of course, uh, DOJ and actually it focused on law enforcement. No, 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 no. It focused on creating a database and it created one job yeah. 
in the DOJ that lasted a year. Yeah, and Grace Meng, who is the, That's it. Uh, the congresswoman from Queens, Grace Meng got 30 million bucks to sort of for that. She got $30 million appropriated for that bill that was really funneling money into community groups that uh, that really sort of dealt with the issue of hate crimes. Okay. Oh, stop, stop, stop. But, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. $30 million to community groups. Not $30 million to Asian groups. $30 million to a number of groups that dealt with hate crimes, correct? Yeah, so we do have the Black Maternal Health Act of 2023. The Black Maternal Health Act uh, is an omnibus bill, which means basically that it's a collection of a bunch of other pieces of legislation, 13 pieces of legislation. And that is a pretty uh, bipartisan... Actually, it's not that bipartisan. It's actually Lauren Underwood and uh, Joyce Beatty uh, and Don Byer and a bunch of Democratic members. They may have actually a Republican member on that. I got to check that because it's actually a big, a big group of bills, and it is called the Black Maternal Health Act. But I do think what people are thinking about is, you know, the, the payment of reparations to the Japanese folks that were unfortunately interned during World War II. It's a fairly recent act that Ronald Reagan signed uh, back in uh, probably 1990. Um, and so when people think about that, that was 20,000 uh, per person who could verify that they were interned during Japanese internment, which, of course, was a crazy, terrible thing. Uh, of course, the specific pieces of legislation for black people you always think about, of course, is the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act, which is very, actually, very specific to black folks. And also, so and also uh, the uh, bill that specifically uh, was in the response to black churches being burned down? Right. Then, you, I, then I, you also had the Matthew Shepard, uh, James Byrd Hate Crime Act. And also, we had something called the Never Again Education Act, which Carolyn Maloney did in 2020, which was a Holocaust education uh, bill, which was uh, uh, very specific to uh, uh, the, the... Effectively, what they did was they allowed the Holocaust Museum, which is in Washington, is an incredible Holocaust Museum in Washington, uh, for them to direct uh, certain monies to uh, educational programs for the Holocaust. So that was like some very specific things to specific groups. But, uh, you know, if, if we had a Congress, obviously, it was controlled by the Democrats, uh, particularly in the Senate. Senate is running so close. Usually when Democrats... Last time Democrats controlled the House, it was by less than 10 members. But if you had, you know, a few more Democrats in the Senate, you'd probably get something passed like the Black Maternal Health uh, Act. That, yeah. That's a major... So that's a major piece. Right. I mean, I just... So, but, but, I, but I want people to understand, Reese, that... There are bills that are passed in Congress. There are billions and billions of dollars that black people can access. It does not have to say black internet bill. <laughs> I mean, apparently it does. I mean, if you see an ice cream truck and they're giving out free ice cream, are you going to be like, oh, it's white people in line? That ain't just for black people. No, you're going to get your ass in line, you're going to get you some free ice cream, right? Like, hello? Uh, I just think this whole idea that um, it has to be exclusionary in order for us to benefit when things are actually designed to exclude us without saying excluding black people, um, it's just really as backwards because the people on the other side, they find a way to make sure that we don't benefit. They find a way to make sure that we do not have upper mobility. Look at what the Supreme Court just did around affirmative action this past term. And so it's very short-sighted. It's very small-minded. Um, and I think it, it's, it's they, that the um, 
chaos agents and the people that really target us with disinformation do a good job of making it seem like all these other people are getting something that we're not, as well as convincing us that if we don't, if we're not the only ones to get it, it doesn't count. And I just think it's very detrimental for um, for black the black community because what it serves to do is it serves to keep people disengaged, disillusioned, and then that obviously benefits one party significantly more than the other. And so there are people who revel and being belligerently ignorant. People don't just say, oh, I don't know nothing about that anymore. People will look you dead in your face and tell you that something is happening as you are explaining to them that it's happening. <laughs> and those are the people that are just energy uh, uh, drains. Um, they drain the people around, uh, the people that are trying to empower people. They drain everybody around them. And they're just not our target, target audience. The only thing that really comes out of it is hopefully the people that just quietly are scrolling the ones that don't comment, they'll just like a post and keep it moving, or they'll like a comment and keep it moving. Hopefully, we're reaching enough of those people because those people are the ones who, to Lauren's point, may not, may genuinely not know, may genuinely need somebody to break right. it down and explain how it benefits them. So, luckily, even these exchanges with trolls, bots, whoever, the belligerently ignorant, do to some degree reach Very those true. Folks. Well, Greg, I, I knew I had to find this one. This is going to be the last one here. So Jamel Hill commented on my post here, and she mentioned uh, about uh, seniors paying $35 for insulin, uh, talking about diabetes. She said that something that specifically impacts our community. This is no lie. I'm actually sure, Greg, you're gonna love this here. This brother actually said to her, I'm not arguing. I'm saying they've done nothing specific for black Americans. If things disproportionately hurt us, then a universal policy doesn't correct the disproportion. Greg, you're gonna love this one here. We would need specific policy to do that. This fool actually said, diabetes does not specifically impact our community. That, that would mean we are the only ones who get it, which just isn't true. So basically he's saying, capping insulin at $35 uh, don't mean nothing, cause Black people, we don't specifically get diabetes. So, who cares if it matters? Yeah, Roland, I mean, it, it is frustrating. I echo something Lauren said. I, I don't think this is a question of intellect. I think this is a question of attention, a question of living in a society where media has eaten our attention spans and we live a harried life. I hope what that person meant was that the capping of insulin, the cap capping of, of insulin does not remedy a condition that is exclusive to black people. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm being charitable in that reading. No, that ain't what he I, said. I'm, he was like, well, no, I know, I, that I know don't count because it don't specifically impact us. No, no, no. I know. I, I, I agree. I understand. I, I'm just. The uh, reason I'm saying that is because, you know, and you know this. I mean, in all of your years before you even got into journalism, of course, growing up and then going to school as a journalist, writing for a living, editing for a living, um, you know, the American populace generally just didn't have a felicity with language. It, it, there's a sloppiness at every level and every valence, quite frankly. And, and I don't want to get too deep into that. Well, I guess what I'm really trying to get down to is this. 
You know, Justin Jones was in D.C. the other day for the, the Democracy Summit, the thing that Nicole Hannah-Jones does at Howard. And one of the things that he said was that in these southern states, what you see is these white nationalists really pass legislation at the state level that they're going to try to nationalize. And, of course, that's no secret what he's saying. But when you don't participate in the political process as it exists, not the one we wish we had, I'm absolutely uh, not only sympathetic to, but agree, in full agreement with the socialists, even the communists who say, you know, you know, universal health care, universal basic income, things that the Republicans used to support decades ago. And then Martin Luther King talked about, as you remind us over and over again in books like Where Do We Go From Here? But that's not the system we have today. Now, is that a system we can build toward? Absolutely. I think ultimately that will be something that if we have any any hope as a species, we've got to go in that direction. But that's not what exists in November 2023. In the two-party system that we live in now, you've got to fight the battle on the battlefield that you have now. And this is where I think what, what, we're, what we're witnessing here that you're walking us through becomes very important to pay very close attention to. When you don't engage in the political process, even in a state like Mississippi, where you have at least 40 percent black folk, and Elvis Presley's second cousin made the best showing a Democrat has made since 1999, but still couldn't win. And I'm taking that with a caveat, realizing that they set him up to run out of ballots in Hines County and Jackson, this kind of thing. When you don't participate in Louisiana, where at least a third of the people there are black, when you don't engage in the political process in, in, in Alabama or Tennessee, then you can't expect things that will not only intervene to improve everyone's life and make it better, you can't expect those things to happen. I'll end with this. You know, there are people who wish black people all of the hell in the world who live in the United States. But I'm going to say this, and it may be a little unsettling for some people. If my nephew and niece, if my uncle and auntie, if my elders in my community get some intervention that will help them in everything from health care to some assistance to staying in their houses to being able to have heat in the wintertime, if a Klansman gets it too, that is a secondary concern to me. And this is where we have to understand, even though we understand that reparations there is something very personal about that as it relates to us, something very specific to us. Do not get caught up in the thing that affected us only and miss the thing that can improve your life, even if it so happens to help somebody else. We heard that from the brother, the guy that you have on Granger in Louisiana. If you take the populist turn and turn hard into they screwing you because you poor, damn it, a Klansman. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Might get her teeth fixed. But you know what? So will you. Get over it. Uh, I, I'm going to say this here, um, and this is why I'm saying this. One week from today, a bunch of y'all are going to be at home, and you're going to be traveling, and you're going to be with family members, and you're going to be around the dinner table, and arguments are going to break out. People are going to say all sorts of stuff, and some of the stuff they're going to say is dead wrong. And so I need you, when that happens, to be armed with right information. Now, see, some of y'all might... And again, and Greg said it, and I know, oh, no, nah, man, you sitting here. Uh, I, I saw coming, hey, you caping for your girl. No, I'm actually stating facts. You know why? Because, see, I grew up in a family that debated. And I saw as a kid aunts and uncles bring some bullshit to the debate, and my grandfather was like, yeah! What did knock the hell out. And I'd be sitting there going, he just lit your ass up. So y'all need to understand, I grew up, and you understand, we live eight blocks from my maternal grandparents. My grandfather died when I was 15 years old. So from the moment I was born, my existence for 15 years was always at my grandparents' house and around my seven aunts and uncles and they 34 grandchildren and they 70 plus great grandchildren. And I think they got like 120 great great. We, so I grew up watching debates and I grew up watching folk get obliterated who lied. And so, why do I respond, because in recent said it, why do I respond on Instagram, on Twitter, in these platforms? Why do I do this? Because I don't know who's watching. I don't know who's reading. And if there's somebody who's on one of these pages who sees it and goes, I didn't know that. Matter of fact, let me go check that. Oh, Roland is right. Oh, my goodness. Roland actually said on his show that the vice president of the United States and the Biden administration, they did address the issue of inequality and home appraisals. Go to my iPad. This is from the New York Times. Oh, my goodness. They did do that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, They did have a conference on black maternal health and lay those things out. Oh, my goodness. Uh, They did have that news conference down in Jacksonville uh, dealing with the redlining of the banks and discrimination. My goodness, that stuff actually happened. Black people, we had better understand 
And Greg said it, and I just want to help all y'all out who running your ass around talking about just us, just us. In the history of the United States, going back to the period of Reconstruction, W.B. Dubois' book was called Black Reconstruction. But I just want to help y'all understand, Black Reconstruction wasn't all black. The quality of life of poor white people. Everybody listening, I need y'all to hear what I'm trying to tell y'all. Greg noticed, Lauren noticed, Reese noticed. Let me help y'all. In the history of the United States, at every juncture, when black people fought for a better life, other people benefited. James D. Anderson, The Education of Blacks in the South, 1860 to 1935. I think that's, I think that's the year frame. He notes that black people freed former slaves of African descent, went into state legislatures, and put it in the Constitution guaranteeing the right to education. And then when Jim Crow came along and it threw the black folks out, they threw a lot of stuff out except that public education. So I need our people to understand when we're fighting for billions on Capitol Hill to grant, we know some white folks gonna benefit. We know some Latinos gonna benefit. We're trying to make sure that we benefit too. But the dumbest thing we can do as black people is to literally say, y'all sit over here and y'all argue over the hundreds of billions of dollars, we out. That's the dumbest thing in the world that can happen. When they are at the table distributing the billions of dollars, it is idiotic for black people to say, I'm checking out. So when you say, Louisiana, man, we ain't voting in that election on Saturday. What you saying is, um, we've left everything nice and neat for y'all white conservatives to have, we out. And then you're going to complain when the white conservatives are sitting at the table and they going, you get this here, you get this here, you get this here, and then your no voting ass over here going, we don't get nothing? No. Because your ass left the table. The same thing apply. You don't eat next Thursday unless your ass at the table. I ain't never heard somebody having Thanksgiving meal who was not at the table. And they are not fixing no plates for us. So y'all mess around if you want to. But that's the real deal. And that's why 
over the next year, we must all fight misinformation and disinformation because remember what Trump said, black people, thank you for not voting. That was nothing more, what's the word that I want to use? That was nothing more shameful, despicable than to watch a white racist literally say, my fellow Negroes, thank you for keeping your black asses at home and giving us control of all of this. So why do y'all think they try to overthrow this sucker on January 6th? Because a lot of us showed up and he wasn't thanking us in 2020. Final comments, Lauren, you first. Um, I don't know. I, I would just sort of echo what I was saying before, which is that, you know, we do have an age that we live in of misinformation and disinformation. And uh, it's hard to break through. It's hard to break through with some of these messages because people are very, uh, as, as Dr. Carl alluded to, people are very busy and they are in their own lives. And, you know, as somebody who's worked in a few political offices in New, New York and Virginia, you know, when you talk to people on the grassroots level, you just talk to normal people who just have some issue with the government that they need fixed. And it might just be an unemployment check or something that's missing or a veterans payment, something, whatever it is. You know, people are not as as micro focused as uh, as like me and my friends are in the echo chamber of uh, the media. And so it, it just presents a very difficult challenge when you try to let people know what your what their government is doing. And for our community, we have a very justifiable level of frustration when it comes to not getting the things that we should be getting after, you know, everything that black people have been through in history. So the demand is high for some action, and it should be uh, for black people in this country, to say the least. And it's just hard to uh, get to the people who really need to hear the message, who may not be paying attention to every micro, you know, micro conversation on some, you know, political talk show. So it's a, it's a huge challenge, and it does require a lot of thinking and a lot of strategic action on the part of people who want to communicate to that audience. Racy? To Lauren's point, the Democratic Party needs to invest in an information infrastructure. We're only you're always talking about infrastructure and organizational power, and the Democratic Party is severely lacking in making that investment that the Republicans, that foreign agents, that the chaos agents have invested in. It's going to take more than, um, you know, text messaging some of us, DMing us, oh, this is a good story, hope you post it. No, pay people, pay the infrastructure, to tackle the information gap that people are not getting because of the fact that they have other uh, priorities and other things that are taking their attention away, as well as the disinformation campaign that we're being targeted with. It's not going to be resolved on an organic level. It's going to take consistent, um, persistent, and relentless messaging from credible actors, not actors in terms of, you know, the Screen Actors Guild, but in terms of credible voices like yourself, Roland, and those of us on this panel. And so until the Democrats figure out that this war is not one that's going to be one on ideas, on policy or receipts. It's going to be one on who gets the information to the people the best 
and more relentlessly, then they're going to continue. And all of us, unfortunately, are going to be continuing to be faced with this kind of ignorance and belligerence from people. Greg. Thank you, Roland. And thank you, Reese, for saying that. We are the ones who are most in harm's way. Every two weeks out of my little HBCU professor check, taxes are taken out. FICA is taken out. My social security at 58 years of age does not go into a savings account for me to get when I retire. It's going to pay the people who are now worked all their lives who are getting it now. They're open white nationalists in the federal legislature. Christian fascist nationalists like uh, Johnson, the, 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 the Speaker of the House, who would love nothing more than to eviscerate Social Security for the people who are getting the money that I pay into it now and for me in the future if I live that long. Cassidy Hutchinson, a nice young white woman in the White House, now making millions of dollars off of a book because she suddenly has a change of heart and conscience, was in the damn White House when my tax money was used to gas protesters right there in front of the White House in the summer of 2020, when my tax money was used to pay for all types of fascists like Stephen Miller, who has a white fever dream of getting rid of all of us. And if Donald Trump gets back in the White House, he has already said a few days ago that they're going to deport people by the millions and put them in the equivalent of, uh, of camps, of prisons, open-air prisons, you know, like Gaza. But the point is this. If that's not enough to make you say, let me get involved, then quite frankly, you're not just putting yourself in harm's way. You put my family in harm's way. You putting Lauren and Reese's family, you putting Roland's family in harm's way. You putting all the rest of our people's people, family in harm's way. And that means as much as well-meaning and as frustrated as you are, as Lauren says, you're an enemy of yourself, not just us. Are you really going to commit that kind of suicide while these white folk take your tax money and laugh it off and then get past it and act like they have a change of heart and make a few million more dollars? That should infuriate you. And if that doesn't infuriate you, then you should look in the mirror and ask yourself what does. Folks, um, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep telling y'all what, what the real deal is. We're going to tell you when I think Biden had, when uh, Biden Harris screw up, we're going to tell you when they do something right. And we're going to tell you when Congress is also doing things to benefit us. But I'm telling y'all right now, and I'm giving you this warning sign, a year from now, and I'm telling you, mark it, if Donald Trump and these Republican zealots control the White House, control the House and the Senate, if you think you saw crazy doing his four years, and if you thought you saw crazy this past week with these fools, you do not want to see if they had a trifecta in D.C. Because it's going to look like Florida, Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama, Texas. Tell me how that's gone for black folks. Lauren, Greg, Reese, I appreciate y'all being on today's show. Thank you so very much. Uh, Greg and Reese, hey, hey, y'all missed the party uh, on Tuesday. Uh, we had a no. good, we, we, we had a good time. Uh, Reese, there's still a bunch of alcohol left if you want to drink, so let us know. Um, you've, been, you, you've been busy going to concerts all over the place, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah my, I, my hubby... My hubby had a, a town, he's a commissioner, he's an elected official, that's why I believe in voting, Chad, because he's a politician, so 
I unfortunately was, you know, I couldn't make the party get my drink on. But happy belated birthday, Roland. <laughs> I'm going to get some of that liquor. I'm going to get some of that liquor. Yeah, I know yeah, you. Yeah, you going to slide by. Bro. And Greg, we still, we, <laughs> Greg, we still got yeah, your shirt I here. My so shirt. No question. By, I got to bring get, you a gift. Get your Tennessee State shirt, so come on by. Lauren dropped yeah, by. She, uh, uh, she had a good time with it, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know she packed the plate when she left, too, so. <laughs> no, no question. Yeah. Home training, the, the double nickel, the double nickel, baby. Happy, happy belated. Bye. There'll be no show <laughs> next Thursday, so happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Hope y'all have a great time, and there are limited arguments at your dinner table. <laughs> well, am I tripping? You can argue with am I tripping. How about that? Okay, I, 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 I. You, you can argue with your card game, uh, but let me be real clear. Lauren might have that New York Yankees red cap. We know they, we know they losers. Uh, but, uh, uh, but y'all know they're always winners. They're always winners. Win. <laughs> well, they just won the Cy Young Award. I see that. Uh, yeah, they just twenty-four championships. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta go digging them crates for those, cause y'all ain't done nothing in the past decade. All right, y'all have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy the family. Uh, and uh, again, any MAGA hats come to the uh, party, they're not welcome. Right. Ah, that's right. Y'all take care. <laughs> Folks, that's it. I'm going to see y'all tomorrow right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered, the Black Star Network. Don't forget to support us in what we do. Our goal is to get 20,000 of our fans contributing on average 50 bucks each. That's $4.19 a month, 13 cents a day. Your dollars make it possible for us to do what we do. Trust me, folks, you know, our plan is to go around this country uh, really, really uh, speaking to our people, getting, hearing from their concerns, thoughts and concerns about this country, the election, and so we want to be able to do that. And so when you give, it matters. We are right now about $200 and uh, $50,000 short of where we were last year. So we've got uh, a little more than a month uh, to make up. So please uh, send a check in the money order to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zell, Roland at RolandSMartin.com. Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Be sure to download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You can also watch our 24-hour streaming channel on all available platforms. Amazon News by going to Amazon Fire. You can also tell Alexa, play news from the Black Star Network. Plex TV, Amazon Freebie, as well as Amazon Prime Video. And be sure to get a copy of my book, White Fear, How the Brownie of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds, available at bookstores nationwide. Download the audio version on Audible. Folks, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Ha, hold on, hold on. Should we shout out Gary Howard? One of the few Omegas I like. Gary's my man. And so uh, Gary's uh, birthday is today. So, I, so Gary always begging, he always begging me for a shout out. Uh, so uh, let me go ahead and um, let me go ahead and give uh, 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 Gary a shout out. I'm gonna show him uh, right here. Give me one second, y'all. Uh, let me pull his photo up. So you know, see, I, it's some Omegas I don't I don't mind being friends with. G High was one of my NABJ homies. Uh, we always playing golf, and so uh, shout out to G Howard uh, on his birthday. All right, y'all, that's it. I'll see y'all tomorrow. But Gary, no 06 runs everything. Holla! Folks, Black Star Network is here. Hold no punches. I'm real uh, revolutionary right now. Support this man, Black Media. He makes sure that our stories are told. I thank you for.
for being the voice of Black America, Rollins. Hey, Black, I love y'all. All momentum we have now, we have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today.